First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. amazing. Whoa, amazing! What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something Amazing. Woof, woof, woof. I have a theme and you'll never guess what. (laughs) Are we living in a simulation? Elon Musk thinks so, but a bunch of scientists think maybe not. I revealed myself to be quite a psychopathic child. (laughs) Not completely unsurprising. Also, Dash Police have released a Pokemon-like app that helps you find stolen cars. That and friendship and emails and love and recording things. Here on Something Amazing. Hello and welcome to Something Amazing. I tricked you there. You thought you were going to start the podcast. I really you, did. You breathed in and then I got you. You got me. Welcome to Something Amazing. Hello. Um, I'm Matt Saracini. I'm Amberly Cole. And we do a podcast that you are listening to where each week we uh, bring each other something, anything. It just has to be something, something amazing. amazing. I'm so glad you joined in. <laughs> I, I know the rules. Yeah. What is this, episode 49? We are old hats. doing this for years. We're old hats at this game. Do you think we've got any better at it? Yeah. <laughs> Every day you live, you become better at being you. Wow. And you get closer to death. Also true. Do you reckon there's someone who's been here from the very first episode or everyone who listened to the first episode dropped off? From death? <laughs> no, from listening to us. Because um, no. what do they say? You can only really listen to five podcasts at once. I think it's a, like the average person listens to six podcasts a month. So okay. if like a great podcast like, I don't know, Dirty Cereal. John comes out... Um, then that means that another one has to get bumped. Yeah, so I think we, we would be the first to be bumped. But I look at our numbers and they're going up. What? Yeah, they're going up. So Exponentially? I, no. Just in a Just linear fashion? Oh, that's fine. So, <laughs> I feel like we're bumping others. Okay. I'll tell you what. What? If we have bumped another podcast out of your yes. regular listening, can you send us an email? <laughs> and what is the podcast? Yeah, that we bumped. Because uh, then technically we're we're better than that podcast, yeah. right? Oh, not technically, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So um, our email address, if you want to email us, and please email us whenever With you want anything. Like if you want a, us to do a themed episode, or whether you want to dispute one of our facts, or whether you just want to say hello, like Alison did. If you're like, I love. Himadreus baboons. That's every. That's my life. I want a whole episode about them. We'll do it. I can tell that that's you emailing your email address. <laughs> Am you I allowed that. to email us? So the e- if I email us a theme, do we have to do it? That's not how. Because I found a loophole. <laughs> you have to at least dress it up as a fake email. Oh, effort. Um. So our email address, Amberly, is hello something amazing at gmail.com. Um. And then just email us there, and we'll read it. Yeah. On this. We'll 100% read it. Okay, let's get into it, hey? Okay. Let's do some amazing things. We both have themes, right? No. <laughs> I don't have oh, a theme I have a theme. Oh, okay, all right. Because you before first. you were like, I have a theme, and I was like, I better find a theme, and then I did. <laughs> no, I was saying, I want, there's a theme that I want to do. Oh, and I, I didn't have anything on that theme either. Yeah, and but I haven't um, read up enough to do that theme yet. It's a very exciting thing. We don't want to bring you anything half cooked. I know sometimes you might hear a fact and you might be like, <laughs> That's a bit half cooked, but it's not our intention. <laughs> yeah, we we always try and do a bit of research before the show. A bit. 
Yeah. A bit. Enough to be able to stand by what at we say. At least one internet article. Yeah, at least. Unverified. <laughs> you can kick us off then since you're theming McGee. Okay. You'll have to guess the theme though. Okay, I reckon I'm going to get it. There is a bed and breakfast in Idaho. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my fact. Wow. <laughs> no, okay. It is a it's 30 feet tall and it's shaped like a beagle. Can you imagine the the architect coming with that design going this is what it's, I want to It make. is definitely not the architect's choice. It's definitely the people who are in the bed and breakfast being like, "Hey architect, make this 30 feet tall uh beagle." It's known locally as the Sweet Willie Dog Bark Inn, <laughs> and inside everything is themed dog. I would have predicted that. <laughs> I would have absolutely predicted I've that. I've seen pictures of it too. It's really cool. Can I I see some pictures. Yeah, of let it? me just look it up. It's it's kind of how you imagine, like like you know, in Australia we have that big koala and the big banana. It's like that prawn. that kind of that kind of. We kitsch. love big stuff, don't we? Big oh, Australia is all into that stuff. Big merino. Big uh, golden guitar. We got Once, big- when I was a family, when I was a family, when I was a family young, when I was <laughs> young, my family did a trip around all of New South Wales, and that's that's where the oh, big stuff is. He's the big stuff in NSW. Here you go. Here's some images. Before I look, before I just shut my eyes, just yeah. in time. Before I look, I imagine this is going to be the work of some crazy people. Yeah, it's. I mean, you, now no I'm look- one normal does this. The placement of the stairs. Okay. <laughs> Hit me with images. I'll describe what I say. Okay, well, it is just a huge dog. It's actually more blocky than I thought it would be. You thought it'd be a bit more round. Well, yeah. it's it's it's, it's like it's a do, it's a literal building, and they've really made like the structure of the building a beagle. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Have like, you have you noticed the, the, the where the stairs are placed though? Oh, up its butt. <laughs> up up the butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's a uh, picture of it under construction. Oh, and there seems to be like a baby beagle with it too, just for fun. It kind of looks like what I imagined the horse of Troy looked like, but a giant <laughs> cute beagle instead. Is I mean, I would 100% go to that bed and breakfast, no matter how much it costs. I would 100% let this dog into the gates of my castle and then have people inside tricking me and coming out of it and then taking over my castle. I think that makes you Troy a bad works. king. <laughs> it's so cool. It, and it doesn't look like it would it'd be that big, but it's a building and it even looks like it's got like a um uh, what are they called a fire hydrant near it too which is a bit fun looks like there's because an outhouse that's a fire hydrant you see that oh right so okay because that's where the dog would go that's where the dog would go um, can you type in beagle bed and breakfast trip advisor oh good idea because i kind of want to see like it's rating does the service match the aesthetic do they have trip advisor in america yeah, they have TripAdvisor everywhere. What? Good Where, job, TripAdvisor. Wherever you can take a trip, they've got <gasps> TripAdvisor. Look at this. Is it good or bad? It's amazing. 4.8. That's high. And then this other one I'm on, 5 out of 5. That's they ha- got a fiver. Oh, they got a fiver. And stars. guess how much it costs to, to spend the night? Uh, $1,000. Oh, wait. I think this is a different one. Wait. Okay. It says... Okay. I don't know if this is real, but it says seventy-five to one hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Well, it's in the middle of Idaho. Yeah, true. Like the only way, but like you're you get... would go there for it, surely. The, the only way you're going to get it's not something to you spend... ha- imagine happening upon it. Like, all right, we've been on the road for a while. We really need to stop off some Somewhere. find some motel or Just something. Anywhere. And then there's a giant beagle, and you're like, "That's cool. I guess we can stop have a look." And they're like, "Want to sleep in this beagle?" And you'd be like, "Oh, surely it costs a lot of money. Seventy-five dollars." I imagine like staying at Disneyland is like it seems 
fake. Like you can stay in these castles and <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Get, have you actually stayed in Disneyland? Yes. When I stayed in Disneyland, we stayed in the fancy hotel, and there was a life-size gingerbread house oh, yeah, inside no, the hotel. I remember. It this. smelled delicious every day. If you have heard, it was the Christmas first as well. Do you have heard this before? <laughs> Okay. Have you ever been listening to something amazing? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, now we'll know really if they've dropped off or not. <laughs> it was and like every day. I've already said this, but every day they give you like they give you like Mickey uh, chocolates. And Mickey Mouse dance with you. Mickey Mouse dance with me. It was the best moment of my life. Doug the dog from um from um up gave me a hug. And you got the coolest kid on the ship. No, you're confusing things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was my first fact. I wonder what my theme's gonna be. <laughs> well, I hope it's hotels. <laughs> Um, it's not. Um, okay. Existential crisis time. Mm. Um, do you know? Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, great. Oh, wait. No, these really hurt me. Um, uh, do you know much about simulation theory? Like, have you ever heard it? So, Matt Sarasini, do you think I know much about simulation theory? <laughs> have you you've seen The Matrix? Yeah. Red pill, blue pill. Yeah, right. Put so- them together, purple pill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So Matrix is like the the ultimate simulation theory argument. So the basic oh okay because Elon Elon's a bit like that, isn't he? Elon, yeah, you're right. He thinks we're living in a simulation. Elon Musk is convinced that the only logical answer is that we live in a simulation. So the the basic thrust of the simulation theory is this: so um, we are starting now to create virtual reality that's anywhere halfway decent, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Virtual reality, like, existed a little while ago, but everyone was like, this is rubbish. Like, in fact, <laughs> I remember Nintendo released a virtual reality system, which I've actually played with. Yeah. And it was just basically red laser lines and no colours, just only red. And yep. it sent so many kids into epileptic fits. <gasps> no, like that, Pokemon. <laughs> that Nintendo had to go, sorry, um, <laughs> bad move. So it was like a virtual reality system. Anyway, now, so the <laughs> simulation theory is saying that Okay, we're doing virtual reality now. Um, given that technology always improves, and given that, um, and given that we can assume that w- we as humans like to create simulations, like mm-hmm. whether it's playing The Sims or like doing physics simulations, or whatever. Eventually, it's feasible to believe that there will be a time where we c- can create a simulation so convincing that the people in it wouldn't be able to tell what's real and what's a simulation or not. And then we would start, like, within that simulation, creating simulation. <laughs> yeah, so the whole thing is if you're trying to do a simulation to, to fool uh, people into believing it's a simulation, all they have to do is you only have to mask their reality. So you don't yeah. need to simulate everything. For example, if, I, if you were in a simulation right now, mm. all you need to do is simulate this room for now. And then when you leave this room, then simulate the next room. Yeah, and, and like there's some places in the world I never plan on going yeah, to. Yeah, so th- they can save that computing <laughs> power because you're never going to be why, there. But why would they do this? Because well, we live in like some sort of war-torn, terrible place or something? Yeah, or, or just for fun or as a science experiment. Or they're like, okay, now let's try the universe again, but this time all the dogs are cats and Ooh. then just see what happens, right? Like um, why do people play The Sims? Why do oh, I used to love The Sims. Why? Because I, you would think that it's about control, but I hate control. Right. So it's definitely not about that for me. I guess. um, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Because it's like playing with dolls. 
Yeah, but like, like dolls that move and interact and sometimes get stuck in there. And house. I was always a bit sadistic with my Sims too. Like I <laughs> really loved killing them. So much about you. Like would you put them in a pool and then take yes, away the ladder? I would. Or I would like m- make them cook in a room with no doors <laughs> and it was like their first time ever cooking. But I also, I remember I used to really love the um, the b- books by Lemony Snicket, the series Unfortunate Events. And, I'll tr- and I tried to like recreate that story with these and kept trying. So I had to make these children orphans so then they're... they're um, Uncle would come in and make their un- uncle be terrible to them. What? Why? Because I liked those book books. <laughs> as long as you weren't like killing childhood pets or anything, I think we're still in okay territory. No, yeah, no, I didn't. But like you saying that simulation stuff, yeah. I was an only child, so yeah. I was quite selfish. So I always thought that like the world had been created for me, right. or like I, every time I was a dream, I was awake, and everyone was an or everyone was an actor. That right. was. I always thought there was like. I always thought I was the most special person in the universe as a child, so all of these things crossed through my mind. When did that change, or has it not changed? It's. I'd hope it's changed. <laughs> Do you remember, like, it's specifically changing? Or no, it- I think I think I've. I mean, whenever you say that you're humble, it's kind of does the opposite thing. But I think I've humbled throughout the years. Yeah, right. You're so humble now. I'm, so, I'm not. I'm so not. Gracious. I'm not a humble person, but I'm, I'm not a psychopath either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything I've said up until now has but, pointed to psychopath. I realise. Yeah, but I reckon the second that you fired up Sims again, you'd be doing all kinds of mean things to them again because it's just habit. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is fun to watch the world burn a little. Sure. In uh, a safe environment. <laughs> like a simulation. Um, so, anyway, the end of the simulation theory is if all of that is possible, then the other logical conclusion is that it could have already happened. So, there could have been um, either, either instead of us being creators, we're the creation. Well, do you think, do you, do you think that's possible? Here's what I thought until I got to my fact, because mm-hmm. my fact is on this. Okay. Until I thought it got to my fact, the the way that I slept at night oh, no. <laughs> was that um, I thought that to accurately simulate everything uh, definitely, you need physics to be quite definite. And even though physics is quite sure for us, like, you know, especially when you get into big objects, Mm. even in video games, you can simulate physics quite well in a video game and you're definitely not simulating everything. You're just kind of approximating. But for me, the kind of like shining light of, yay, we're not in a simulation was something like pi, right? You know how like pi is that number that goes... 3.14159265. Yeah, so something like pi, because it's a number that's 3.14159, and and even today they're still calculating pi to Mm -hmm. like the... Bajillion and it's play. in every like nerdy kid competition. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, if one day we wake up and the front page of the newspaper goes, we finished calculating pi. The the final number is three. How and about that? And it's apple flavored. Yeah. <laughs> but if they're just like pi is certain, we now know it. Mm. We finished calculating it. Then, um, then I think you can start calculating everything, right? Because you can you know pi, so you can. Uh, calculate a circle and then you can calculate a sphere and then you But can't you already calculate a circle from pi? Well, you can calculate it near enough for for it to be in a video game and act like a circle. But it's not a perfect simulation. It's just an approximate simulation. Okay. So, like, like if you put a a sphere into a PlayStation, it won't calculate it to... Not an Xbox. (laughs) They hate spheres. (laughs) But it'll calculate it to near enough for it to act like a pretty good ball in your video game. Mm-hmm. But it's not calculating it 
perfectly, you know? It, it doesn't have the one millionth dec- decimal place of pi stored in the PlayStation. And that means it's... N- but that that means it is simulated. Yeah, it's simulated, but it's not a perfect simulation. So I think for something... But is, when, when once it's perfect, I mean, it's... You are confusing my brain. <laughs> yeah, so I guess my point is, if they are perfectly... If, if for something like us and our universe and what we're experiencing, I think your simulation has to be really good, like mm-hmm. a lot better than PlayStation or virtual reality as it is today. Yeah. And I think that um, to do those perfect simulations, you need to be more certain on pie, for example, or you mm-hmm. need to be more... Apple, <laughs> cherry, peach, meat. So I think, and like with the square root of two, what's the square root of two? Don't ask me things. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like another one of those impossible irrational numbers. Just so on. I feel less crazy. Yeah. But when you were growing up, did you ever even, like, did it ever even pass your mind that maybe this world had been created for you? I think the Truman Show is pretty, like, fun yeah. in that way, right? Like, the whole thing of, like you said, all the actors around you and yeah. stuff like that. Like, I think that's, I think that's that, like, it's a fun idea. Me and my boyfriend were having this conversation the other day, and we were like, if one of us was in the Truman Show, it's more likely him than it is me. Oh. Because I'm, I'm a bit more of a wild card, and he's a bit more of a, like, right. a normal guy. So, you're someone they would inject in to make the storyline more exciting. Yeah, yeah. What's that word? Isn't there, like, a great philosophical word that means the moment that you realise that everybody who you meet has a life that is as rich and as deep and as varied as your own? Being self-aware? Uh, yeah, I guess. No, but it's more like being aware of others. Being other-aware? <laughs> I think it's called, like, solipsism or something, you know. I don't think it's solipsism. <laughs> that sounds like a completely made-up word. Solipsism is the view or theory that self is all that can be known to exist. Right, me as a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then what's the opposite of that? Hang on. Polypsisms. I'm just Googling solipsism opposite. <laughs> um, I found the word. Yeah. It's called sonder. So Sonder is quite poetic. Is realizing that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. Wow. I, I think I think it's good to remind yourself of that yeah. every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy to get oh dear. I'm not sounding like a very good person this episode. Okay, so now it's time for my fact. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> so this is all preamble to the fact. <laughs> um, it has been theorized that it is highly likely that the world as we experience it is uh, just a simulation by a more advanced civilization. Because what's more likely? That you are the one real person or the one of one billion simulations? Wait, but isn't it more likely that we're just living in a real world? <laughs> Who knows? But okay. but you're saying you're more likely to have been made for for someone else's benefit. Well, that is that's way more likely. Yeah, of course it's way more. But couldn't there be millions of simulations happening at once? Yeah, yeah, and it's more likely that we're one of them than uh, an actual real person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like if there are, if, if simulation theory is true and there are heaps of simulations. Yeah, happening. and they've just given us like, um, what's the word? Um, <laughs> an illusion of consciousness. Yeah, like an illusion of sentience, yeah. an illusion of morals yeah, and values. Yeah, but could you simulate a brain? Well, I'm sure maybe in the future. Isn't that the thing we're going to be giving? how do we know the future hasn't already happened? I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if in the future we can see a world where, like, say, even robots have sentience, surely in a simulation you can give something... The sense of its own sentience. And how do we know that isn't happening now? 
Yeah. And that does give like, but then I think it's a bit, like I know you're trying to send me into an existential crisis as usual, but isn't it also a little bit freeing? Like when you kind of think if that's the case, like literally nothing matters. I'm going to get so scared they're going to turn it off. Like I'm loving this. If if they turn it off, you wouldn't know. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, that's true. And therein lies death. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) uh, so theoretical physicist from Oxford University has now shown that this appears not to be the case. So no to simulation theory um, because they have shown due to quantum anomalies, the complexity of simulating particles increases exponentially with the number of particles. So that means if we wanted to, given what we know about quantum physics, Mm. just storing the information for just a couple of a hundred electrons, which is like nothing, um, would require a computer memory that would require more physical atoms than exist in the universe. Yeah, but it's like, remember when USBs like weren't even a gig? <laughs> Hence, given the physically impossible amount of computer power required to store this information for just one small subset of quantum interactions, they conclude we cannot be living in a simulation. Done and dusted. See you later, Elon this Musk. This fact has, has, only, has only made me surer <laughs> that we're living in a simulation. <laughs> All right, I have three facts. I'm just going to throw in my quick fact now. Hit me, hit me. Okay. Uh, so you know how dogs love squeaky toys? <laughs> Got the theme, yes. Um, the reason they like them so much is it's like in their brain, as they're squeaking it, they hear like uh, their prey screaming. Really? Yeah, that's why dogs love squeaky toys. Up. That's like, I got the theme now. It's psychopaths between you and the Sims <laughs> and these dogs. Well, that was my quick fact. Do you want to do me to do my last fact now? Oh, no, save it. Let me do another one. Oh, unless you want to do it now. No, nah, I want to do my other one. Okay. So <laughs> you, you might want to end on your fact. Yeah. Okay, you do yours. <laughs> I just thought if they're going to have two, like, smart ones back to back, they might want another puppy one. <laughs> a ticket puppy one, then. Give, give people a breather from these smart facts. This fact them. is so amazing. Okay. Minor smart facts. How would you describe your facts? Fun facts. Okay. <laughs> Although this one, I don't know if you... It's pretty amazing. Okay. So, um, scientists are starting to think um, that all dogs have a genetic disease that gives them... Uh, 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 cognitive problems, but it also makes them love you. And it's called uh, like William's disease. <laughs> it's William. Uh, I don't know, it's just a dude. Um, the doctor who made it up. So the Princeton evolutionary biologist and colleagues have spent the last three years studying the underlying genetic basis for social behavior in dogs and in wolves. And the studies have shown that dogs are more sociable than wolves that, um, even when they're raised in sim- sim- similar circumstances. Um, they'll generally pay more attention to humans, follow their directions and their commands. Um, and um, they think it's because of um, these variants of two genes. That, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't need to say what they're called. Because no, they're just no like, please say what they're called. Play with, say what the two genes are called. All right. GTF2I mm, and yes. GTF2IRD1. <laughs> Um, and the deletion of those genes in people causes Williams syndrome, which is characterized by elfin facial features, cognitive difficulties, and a tendency to love everyone. So maybe the reason your dog is a little bit slow and loves you so much is because of a genetic disease. Isn't that why you want dogs, though? Because they just they they are 
the physical embodiment of blind love. Yes, like, that is why. That's you. why I love dogs. Like, yeah. if I get a dog, I don't want one of those dogs that only loves you for food. I want one of those dogs that is like, you are my life. Yeah, and that's like you never experience love like that. It's definitely not from a cat. No. Yes, and like, so they're saying like wolves don't have this, and obviously like wolves and dogs have similar genes. It didn't the first dogs were just wolves that gave up their, like, freedom for yeah. a bit of regular food. Yeah, and throughout the years we've completely domesticated them. Yeah. And we've domesticated a genetic disorder in them <laughs> that makes them a bit dumb and makes them love us. But what I find very interesting about dogs is every breed of dog that we know, it's just because humans went, yeah, more of them. Yeah. Like, make more of those we've, And we've messed up some dogs royally. Oh, really badly. Yeah. Like, some of them can't even breathe. And no. They just, like, it's they like drink water existence and they drown. Is, is terrible for them. <laughs> It's just like that in Alien when they're just like, kill me. Yeah. Kill me. Um, but, oh, how amazing are dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your dog facts. They were, oh, yeah. Do you know what my theme was? Uh, dogs. Yeah, it was dogs. <laughs> Canines, if it was, you will. It was puppy love. Okay, ready for a smart fact? Yeah, smart fact time. <laughs> it's not that smart. Um, so, the Dutch police have released a Pokemon-like app called Automon. Uh-oh. That encourages people to photograph car license plates to find out if the vehicle is stolen. Oh my goodness, that's not as fun as Pokemon. If it is, the person spotting the stolen car gets points and it helps the police find the car. This is such a like, hey kids, we're going to play a game. It's called We're All Going to Be Quiet and Do Some (laughs) Reading. The more stolen cars you find, the more points you get. Oh my goodness. There's plans to evolve this from stolen cars to missing people. With an what? App, with an app called Search Together. So you take a photo of a person and find out if they're missing? <laughs> That's terrifying, but not quite. The app keeps track of what areas have been searched by volunteers. Okay, that makes sense. And what sense. areas still need to be scoured. Fascinating concepts. As long as we don't let this sort of thing devolve into earning rewards for dobbing in your neighbours like they did with a Stasi. And also as long as it doesn't like lead to people... Like, kidnapping people to get more points. <laughs> like, stealing a car and then yeah. taking a snap of it, going, I help! <laughs> Isn't that like people who burn down their factories for the insurance? The insurance, or kill their spouses for the uh, I don't think I don't think insurance. either of those two examples we named are. I think they're both movie, movie crimes. Yeah. But also, how many stolen cars are there? Well, obviously enough for them enough to develop Where, where is this? Um, Dutch. It's what? In Dutch. It's in Dutch? Yeah, in the Netherlands. Netherlands. The Dutchlands? The Dutchlands. Well, they were some amazing facts, Max Arasini, but I have one question for you. Hit me. What What do you recommend? Oh, um, look, I recommend uh, watching The Matrix because it's a great film. Like, uh, yeah. And if you want to understand simulation theory, that's probably a... A real crash course whoosh, in it. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. That exactly was the guy like lying, I, I, go, doing the lying back I, while the bullets come at him. Yeah, I got it. Whoosh, whoosh. Neo. Yeah, and Hugo Weaving. What do you recommend, Emily? I, rome- I, re- oh dear. I recommend um, if you're going to get a companion, adopt. Don't shop. That recommendation came out of nowhere. Well, I talked about dogs. Yeah, I guess. I recommend making sure that there's hard limits on what we can dob in using <laughs> yeah, our mobile phones because otherwise it would just be, like, petty. 
I recommend trying out a new bed and breakfast. Yeah. See what, that, see what it's like. Have you ever stayed at a bed and breakfast? I did. It was in New Zealand. It was a really wonderful place. And you know what the best two things about it? What? Number one was she baked fresh bread. Number two was their amazing dog that you got to walk in the morning. You really are dog themed this episode, <laughs> aren't you? Uh, I recommend leaving us a fiver. Yes, please. Just like the TripAdvisor like, reviews. Just like, Will, what was it? Sweet Willie Dog Park in... Did you say Sweet Willie Dog Park? Something and what like was the that. disease called? William's disease. Well, there you go. If you were listening intently, you would have noticed that little clue I dropped. So leave us a five-star review. Uh, tell your mates about this. And we, they were going to email us in something too. What was it? Uh, if we've if we've knocked another podcast oh, yeah. out of rotation <laughs> for this one, we'd love to hear who we're better than. Or even if you're if you're like choosing between two at the moment, it's like us and another one, and yeah. you're like, I can only really have one of these in my life. We'll let you know why you should pick us. I mean, uh, like, and maybe we'll let you know why the other one is also good. Sure. So it's so each it's of fair. us can take a side. Um, and we can debate whether you listen to us or not. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, that's it. We're out of time. Bye. Bye.